Welcome to the Betterism Podcast, a learning community seeking out life's unusual lessons from its unlikely places. I'm your host, Glenn Binger, author, teacher, and coach, and I'm here to help spark some collective growth. I hope you'll stick around and teach us a thing or two, but first, a few words from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Lifeblood. That's L-I-F-E-B-L-U-D. Lifeblood.co. Lifeblood is a bioenergetic focused supplement company. They really focus and hone in on the energy restoration process of the body. Um, Their website has a ton of great educational resources on it, uh, specifically for each of their products. Uh, Those products range everything from uh, lion's mane to chaga extracts. Um, They have vitamin E. Personally, I'm a big fan of their magnesium supplement. I use that consistently, especially during the winter months to get me through the stress that comes with living in the Northeast. Um, Their supplements, I really would like to highlight because they focus on the quality of their source material. There's no fillers. There's no chemical solvents in any of the uh, extractions. Um, And really, their products are some of the purest and highest quality in their class. So check them out. That's lifeblood.co, L-I-F-E-B-L-U-D dot C-O. If you use the promo code BETTERISM, you can save 10% off your order. That's lifeblood.co. This episode is brought to you by Life. Life is a health and wellness brand. Um, they feature all kinds of health and wellness products. They focus mostly on supplements. They have everything from vitamin E, vitamin C, NADs, vitamin K. Personally, I'm a huge fan of their Shilajit tablets. I put some in my coffee every morning to help me think a little more clearly, process things smoothly, that sort of thing. Um, but again, they they kind of focus on all across all health and wellness products. Um, their goal is to be innovative and effective, trying to help people become less stressed, uh, more energized, and live happier lives. Um, I do also recommend checking out their podcast, Meadow Life Radio. The host and owner, Matt Blackburn, does a really great job in educating listeners and, and his audience about what supplements are right for them. Um, you can find them online at meadowlife.co. That's M-I-T-O-L-I-F-E dot C-O. And if you use promo code BETTERISM, you can get 15% off all of their products, and there's no restrictions there. Um, again, that's meadolife.co, promo code BETTERISM for 15% off. Please go check them out. They do a really great job in educating and sharing the knowledge, and I think that is a lost art this day and age. Meadolife.co, check them out. All righty. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Betterism Podcast. Welcome back after a little hiatus here. Um, we have two special guests in the house today. We've got some local homies. Um, founder and CEO of Tropical Seas, Tyler Blendowski, and the co-founder, Jared Scheidinger. Did I say that right, Jared? Man, I butchered that. Scheidinger. That's all right, brother. I got Scheidinger. We practice. We practice. You know what? It's funny, too. Like, my last name is, is Binger, right? And people always want to say, like, Binger. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. Eh, no, that's that. not it. <laughs> no, no, no. I get it, man. It's all good. Shininger. All right, cool. Uh, so local homies here, they are uh, owner-operators of Tropical Seas, and we're going to dive into that. Um, gentlemen, welcome to the show. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you very much. 
For sure, man. Um, I would, I guess we, let's just start off. We'll just jump right into the deep end here. Tropical seas. What's, what is the mission statement? What's the purpose, the drive? Um, so basically, um, it's all about, you know, showing like when I grew up, I felt like it was kind of like, uh, I don't know, like it could be an egotistical thing that I have like, uh, overcome now, but you know, I thought it was like, you know, Oh, you want to go clean? do this like that's like stupid man like come on like let's be the bad kids you know what i mean like that was like that was something that was in um i'm obviously not in high school anymore so uh i'm not sure if that's still in you know it does seem like um younger people are more mature than they used to be um but basically what i'm trying to do is you know you know we understand that in life you know you need to have fun so you know what's the point of living if you're just gonna sit there and just you know hold back from everything that you really want to do um, so we want to like stress to like, you know, chase your dreams and do whatever you can to, uh, you know, go after what you're trying to achieve in your life, not what someone is like basically prescribing you. Um, so that's one thing that we really stand for. And then the other thing is like, you know, cleaning up is cool. Um, going out to the beach and seeing a bag blowing and being the person to run and stomp on it and then throw it out. That's you. That's a cool look. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I, I want to encourage, uh, you know, just being more responsible as a person you know what i mean we uh we don't exist um without the earth and the ocean and everything going the way that it was meant to go um unfortunately um most people don't know the ocean is also something that supplies majority of the oxygen it's not the rainforest the rainforest is uh like you know like the lungs of earth um but the ocean and phytoplankton is actually what produces most oxygen uh, we need that stuff to breathe, if you didn't know that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, we should be protecting that at all costs. And, uh, you know, that's really what we're trying to shoot for here. So we want to make looking, we want to, we want to make cleaning up and, you know, being uh, preservative and sustainable cool. So I think like, you know, it's kind of like, you know, we're not perfect either, Jared and I, you know, far, far from it, actually. <laughs> um, we've gotten ourselves in a handful of trouble. Um, before but you know that's that's what you do you learn so you know you, you mess up back. you mess up and you bounce back and uh you know we're amazing at that and we're going to continue to be amazing at that uh and uh so that that's basically like a, a nice summary yeah and I, again that's the whole point of the podcast this is why i want to get you guys on too i think the attitude that you guys have with what you're trying to do not just like you know sling t-shirts but like actually have like a goal behind that you know like trying to to better the planet outside of just like your immediate area i you know yeah. growing up in jersey I, I know like when i was younger you know the, the phrase like was always like oh keep jersey dirty and like you throw like <laughs> trash out the window right and it's yeah. like yeah. you know that's not cool man like we, like we're trying to like clean up this planet for like our the future generations so they can enjoy you know things like the ocean the way that we grew up enjoying it you know and it's it's crazy like I, you know i'm in my 30s i've seen the evolution of of just the jersey shore here in these past you know 20 25 years of my short time on this planet and it's it's a little alarming how fast it went mm -hmm. quote unquote downhill you know oh, yeah no doubt for sure yeah. so i, I think that's a it's a it's a it's a very vital drive and i think what you guys are doing is raising a lot of awareness to it on both the local level and and the global level you know i'm i'm hoping this podcast kind of helps your your company um, expand beyond just you know ocean preservation in New Jersey because obviously oh, you know that's one little small sliver 
<laughs> yeah, that's nothing. It it honestly would do nothing if we only affected this area. I mean, yeah, honestly, at, at like a at like a global level, um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, in order to succeed, you need to have realistic goals, um, which means small goals first. You know what I mean? Mm. Baby steps is not just a saying; it's a it's a way to go about you know progress and success and growth. And um, so basically, you know, we have small goals. You know, we we do plan on you know we're looking for actually a brewery or some sort of public place to, uh, you know, basically just, you know, say uh, like a 30 second speech about, uh, you know, you know, pick up your shit, <laughs> and, uh, you know, clean up pollution and everything like that. And then just, uh, you know, maybe announce uh, it once it's organized a beach cleanup for everyone locally to join. Um, you could donate $10. We'll donate it to the nearest, uh, you know, conservation organization around here um you know that's what we want to do too it's it's a lot about bringing people up you know that need to be recognized there are so many people um i mean for example yourself i mean uh your your writing is great and everything like that and like thanks you know, you, man you need to be recognized um you know there's so you know like how many people are really just really going after their hobby and going ham and working their ass off yeah try to make you know it what not I mean? a hobby you know so like right. those people need to be recognized so we want to like involve everyone that we can that you know deserves more credit than they're getting so you know local photographers local artists local uh t-shirt printing companies and even if you're not local but you're like a small company like because I, I actually speak to a printing company out in florida um too uh and you know i just reached out or they reached out to me being like hey listen we love your brand we want to uh print your shirts and then i found out that, like it's basically somebody my age i'm 26 they gave up uh, everything they love printing shirts and that's awesome if that's what they love to do then that's uh you know what they should be doing so yeah man and it's all about supporting like those the you know we say the term local but it doesn't necessarily mean like just new jersey like that that small business feel that like family oriented Yes. Over, over, you know, the Jeff Bezos, Amazon conglomerates. Yeah. It, I mean that you can't go wrong with that because when you do business with companies like that, you're putting the money into the hands of people that actually need it. Right. Like you're, you're, you're giving money to people who care about stuff like, you know, donating for the greater good rather than, you know, trying to friggin' like land people on Mars. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. there's yeah. a big yeah. difference there. <laughs> and I think it's important for people to recognize, like when we say, local it doesn't necessarily mean like just your area it's more like small business right trying to yeah, trying exactly. to get the money back into the real hands of real people yeah and you get more in tune with the people you're actually working with like you order from amazon and you're not ordering you're not speaking to jeff bezos Good or his co-founder or anything point. yeah yeah it's a robot <laughs> i mean in a sense yeah absolutely but you're being more in tune with the people that are actually trying to push forward the message that is behind what we're doing mm -hmm. right yep that's a great point and so it's just it's just more fun to work together with small people oh yeah for sure you know because it's you know other small businesses they have an appreciation for what it takes and uh the effort and, yeah. and just this the sheer drive of trying to build a business right like they're going to value you as a customer so much more than just the email you're getting for confirming your Amazon order. You know what I mean? Like oh, there's yeah, the whole absolutely. like, Oh, thank you. Like here's this free sticker pack or whatever, you know, little things yeah. like that you get out of the small business and not just as a sense of like reward, but more of a sense of like, you're supporting somebody who actually cares, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. 
if you hear anybody coughing in the background, our buddy uh, is back there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's all good. Uh, he's uh, yeah. We might have to. I don't know what's going on. Right? Might fire him actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he's not. He's unemployed yet. So uh, that let me. All right, that's a good, actually, a good transition. Uh, Tyler, when we last spoke, we did a Q and A for the blog for the Betterism blog. And since then, you know, I've kind of grown. I've kind of started the podcast. I've kind of tried to explore and meet other people like we were just talking about. But um, tell me a little bit how Tropsies started and how it evolved into what it is and where it is now. All right. That's a great question. Um, so basically, I'm not even kidding. I had like um, I had a dream and I'm not trying to be like Martin Luther King here. Like it wasn't anything like that. <laughs> um but I had a dream, and I, I didn't have a dream that I had this amazing clothing company. I had a dream in, like, this – all I could remember was, like, a steering – like, a ship wheel and a pineapple. And um, I think Jared and I – Jared's, like, yeah, my, 15 at this point. Yeah, it was – it was well, I'm 21 now. It was four years ago. Oh, okay. So I was, Shit, what, 17? Yeah. 17, right? I was a senior in high school. So I was 21. Yeah, you were 21, and he sent me, like – a fa- a, the shittiest drawing you've ever yeah. seen in your life by me. Yeah, like, like he drew it down over the, over the thought or the dream that he had, right? And at the time, my girlfriend or now my ex girlfriend, she was she's an amazing amazing artist. So I was like, yo, like, can you draw like what he's thinking of? So she drew the the boat the 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 steering wheel with the pineapple, and it came out like unreal. But so, I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't like it at first it was like it was too spongebob yeah it was too it like, was like big bubble kind of, letters yeah, yeah, and everything yeah. like that and <laughs> I was just like i don't know if that's what i'm thinking can you like change the font and then she was like oh yeah no problem and then she sent it to me and i was like oh. yeah it was like holy shit I it was, was like, like a light bulb almost, yeah i was like that's saying? it i was like yeah so um yeah and then i and then i had the picture and i was like okay so i have a pineapple and i have a steering wheel and um I was just like, I think the like the name looks like it's tropical seas, because um, like you know, I don't I don't play with fresh water. <laughs> I, I, like, I don't know. I'm like I know I think that, I just read actually that there's saltwater leeches, so this blows everything I thought out of out of the water. But, um, I, I don't. Saltwater hits different. Yeah, it hits yeah, different. It does, especially it's just, when you live. It makes right you feel so it. much better. Like yeah, it's like a healing thing. But um, I barely even got to go to the beach this year because I was so busy. It's a pain in the ass. But you're uh, building company, man. So yeah, like, man. <laughs> Yeah, legit. I should probably like my body's gonna be imprinted on this couch cushion. <laughs> like this, this. Like, I'm hoping at one point this couch is worth money. They're like gonna be like, "Yo, this is where Tyler made." That yeah, was, right. Like a lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> but um, ah, what was I just gonna say? What What was the rest of the question? So, you had? so like started? you, you. I mean, we're starting with like the logo and stuff, and I, I know, I remember the original logo. I actually think that's posted on our first um oh, Q and A chat there, but um. We were going like from like how it got from that and like just you know slinging t-shirts to like this company where you have you have employees now. Um, you're you're making like major donations. You're working together with the community to actually create a difference. Like how did it get to that point? Um. Well, I don't want you to give me too much credit there, honestly, because we haven't done it. <laughs> we haven't we haven't done it. I just want to be honest. Uh, we haven't done a beach cleanup in two or three years no, yeah um well, and, and because COVID, i mean like, that hit there's like that hit a lot of people yeah like curse yeah like yeah well i mean yeah we still did like uh yeah. two or three something like that that you know the, and they were very successful great people came out um yeah, we did, people a, did we picked up like i think the one in the video i said like 120 pounds in like two hours 
Damn. Like, yeah, man. And that was at um, Point Inlet. And, you know, that doesn't, you know, who knows how all that stuff got there. So it's not like I know people that worked for uh, the municipal or uh, whatever in Point. So, you know, they're not doing a bad job. They did an amazing job after Seafood Fest. So, uh, you know, shout out to the Point Pleasant Township. Yeah, I mean, it's hard they cleaned that place show. up. Like, it was spotless. Um, yeah. And they did a great job. But, you know, the waves, the wind, you know, it just blows up. So at the day, there was a lot of trash there. And, uh, you know, we did our we did as much as we could. We even dove into, like, the jetties. We were, like, getting in there and really trying to get everything we could. Because all that stuff matters, man. Like, the, the plastic bags look like jellyfish. The uh, sea turtles. So the sea turtles eat that. Um, there's, every like, everything looks like something. There's so much stuff in the ocean that nobody knows about that mm-hmm. look just like the stupid plastic that you just threw into the water. And, th- like, you know, everybody's not supposed to be a marine biologist. I understand that. But, you know, educating myself, like, I didn't know that sea turtles saw plastic bags for jellyfish uh, until, like, five or six years ago when I really started getting into this. So, you know, for 17 years or 20 years, no, I wasn't lettering, but, like, <laughs> I, I, like you know what I mean? Like, I, I didn't even realize, like, like, they do. They look exactly like jellyfish. Yeah, and it's yeah. something people can rally behind, too. Like, it's... Uh, Who doesn't... Like, your kid's yeah. gonna grow up and not you're not gonna have sea turtles. Yeah. And then, <laughs> right, yeah. right. And, and the elephants, also, too. Elephants are about to be done. So the white rhinoceros just went extinct. And like, who doesn't want to, like, like keep just, that going, you know? Like, the message behind it, like, people can rally behind that. Like, it's a it's a common thing to want to preserve your, preserve your, not only your local ocean, but the shit travels around everywhere. It's mm-hmm. like, And when yeah. I go out tuna fishing out of uh, Manaloke Marina, uh, they, uh, you know, when you're going out there, I go to the canyon with, uh, you know, shout out to John Kisman. He's one of the best captains around. Um, he he really kills it. I've never gone out with the guy and not caught a fish. So if you guys want to make some, uh, you know, eat some sushi, go out with that guy. But uh, when I go out with him, uh, I probably pass, I'm not even kidding, 25 balloons just in the five feet of water that we're in in a straight line, you know, out to the canyon. And, like, I mean, it's like every other mile you're going out there, you're seeing a balloon. And that's yeah. in a little bit of ocean. Like the ocean is more than land <laughs> and there's yeah. a lot of land. So, you know, that's ridiculous. And all those are going to pop and sink and get eaten. And then, you know, basically every single one is a dead turtle. So. Yeah. And I, I mean, that's, it's incredibly alarming once you start doing a little research on that. And, you know, you guys and myself, like we, we kind of grew up by the ocean. So we're familiar with that, but like, I, I think it's a little alarming for people who don't live near the water. Once they start doing a little research on like marine life and, and how it's evolved over the past 15, 20, 30 years here. I mean, it's scary how fast the climate or the ecosystem is changing. I mean, everything from like trash bags. I, you know, when I was a kid used to go swimming and like, you wouldn't find trash floating around the water. Like maybe you'd find like, you know, a, a straw floating around or like a McDonald's cup. But now it's yeah. like, I, I, you know, I feel like every time I went up to the ocean today, I'm, I'm going for a dip. I jump in the water and I come out and I'm carrying, a, you know, two plastic bags, a balloon, a cup. Yeah. And it's, it's alarming how fast that happened. And I don't really know what the full cause is, but you know, with the amount of trash that's in there causing damage to like, not just the animals, but like the bacteria stuff. I mean, when the stuff breaks down, you know, that's not like the, those plastic particles are being consumed by the, the bacteria, right? The, that whole ecosystem is being screwed with because of that trash. Um, and it's, 
it's scary how many people don't really think about that or recognize how much, like you said in the beginning of the podcast, like how much oxygen we need from the ocean and the algae that grows in the ocean. And if that bacteria is getting into that, the like, you know, the plastic particles and stuff, that's detrimental, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so like, I, I mean, I, I guess see- where I'm going with this is like, where did you guys, where did you guys start to learn and educate yourselves about that issue, about the marine ecosystem and how it's you know going downhill well i mean kind of just seeing it i mean i live in belmar right and i live five blocks in from the ocean kind of just seeing it but like like when we started doing this and everything like it was kind of like how are us two gonna be able to do this make a difference and blah 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 this and that and third and then like we did the beach cleanup and we're like holy shit like it turned out way better and then we did two and then it was like and then the third one we did was great and then we went to uh, Asbury Lane. Shout out yeah. to, uh, you know, rest in peace, actually, Matt Schultz. Yeah, but like. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got us into so many vendor events. Yeah, um, like. And the, the psychotic stuff. The way the people, the way like a majority of the people were, I mean, it wasn't fucking a thousand people there, but it was 70 to 110 people there, like actually like for doing what? doing it for the beach cleanup and stuff. Oh, but yeah, um, for the one. Yeah, for the one. And it was. Uh, to, to see the way like people react when they actually saw the shit like you can talk about it all you want if you don't see it with your own eyes and it's like and uh, uh, and it's like to see it actually happen and then once we did that we saw okay like this is what we want to base what we're doing around and we can make right. these design about tropical seas because we're tropical seas it's like we got to say not say but we got to bring awareness to what we're trying to oh wait wait, wait. let me do. cut you off let me cut you off so that brings us to like why like why we're named tropical season we're from new jersey i feel like sometimes there's a little confusion in that yeah right <laughs> yeah yeah so i just want to be able to say that like i chose tropical seas um not only because like the logo just worked out um but tropical seas is where things matter Honestly, I mean, all of the ocean matters as a whole. If we don't have the Atlantic, you know, we don't have the Pacific. Like, if if a, if a whole ocean was destroyed, which I think they have, all have to be destroyed at the same time, but uh, you know, they they all matter. But like tropical seas, the majority of species are in like you know like a, a tropical climate. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that includes the rainforest. You know, we're not just trying to save the ocean. You know, if we can make a difference in parks and and uh, you know, I'm having trees cut down. Like you know, yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna lay down in front of a tractor or anything like that right now. Yeah. Like um, end all be. All. But you know, I'll run out there and like you know maybe like play a little chicken. But <laughs> sure, but, uh, we're pretty good at I that can't die. Life. I'm not down to die. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so, like, that's where it came from. I was just like, you know, I've always wanted to. I have a 150-gallon fish tank in my garage right now that um, uh, I built with my ex-girlfriend, actually. And, uh, you know, we uh, – we uh, it's all, like, Amazonian and, and stuff like that. But uh, so I love the Amazon. So I, I, that's part of it, too. Like, I just like tropical. I just love it. And, yeah. like, and, I, and I love Tommy Bahama stuff. And we, and we, and we can't go wrong science behind it. Yeah. yeah yeah and the designs are uh you know um we worked with a lot of good people um you know yeah. in the beginning scott christie uh josh ketchum great photographers um local uh actually i think uh scott lives in california now but uh he's yeah. an unbelievable videographer photographer he killed it when we had an event at heavy real brewing company at a seaside um they are great their beer is killer i love their beer actually and jeff is the man and uh, yeah 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 so we had a great event there i spoke um i believe i can't remember the name of the company which is messed up i want to shout them out 
But somebody from Ocean Conservation came out, and the you know the poor kid's girlfriend got into a car accident. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then he had the piece, and then he's like, "You're gonna have to speak." <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> it's like you got to speak. I've never taken public speaking or anything. My high school education goes well, as far well, as Brick Township High School for four years. Um, so uh, and I was a, I did like ace personal. Yeah, that's shit. also a thing too. Like you don't have to have like school to be able to you know well you just have to have drive yeah you gotta have drive that's a big thing and you gotta have a vision which is a huge thing you have to learn you know betterism so learn if you're you know you said you want to get betterism involved if there's anything to learn uh you know who cares about what anybody has to say about your dream you have to realize that it's your dream for a reason uh yeah nobody else's dream so they're not going to get it uh and that's huge to to learn um if yeah you, if you have a, a goal then you need to say you know who gives a shit what anybody has to say about what i want to do because yeah. it's what i want to do it's not what they want to do yeah. they want to sit there and work nine to five <laughs> uh that's not what we're i'm pretty about. sure there's a statistic that says uh you know 85 percent of workers in the united states of america are unhappy with their job <laughs> yeah so uh, you know make- i'm trying to be in that uh that that uh that top percent that's what it is right like the whole idea of like betterism and you know that that term that i coined you know i don't mean it i know some people kind of hear that and they're kind of like oh that kind of sounds a little arrogant but like no. that's not really the point right like the idea behind betterism is trying to understand that like we're all a work in progress forever and always until you die right so like you are constantly constantly learning and you're constantly evolving whether or not you intend to right so if you're trying to build something if you're trying to create a company um you're trying to write books you're trying to become an artist whatever it is right you have to learn how to take steps towards that and the only way to do that it doesn't matter how much school you have the only way to do that is to adopt the mindset of of betterism right like you have to you have to like learn how to how to do the thing you want to do. Oh you want to start a company, Absolutely. like you have to like take steps towards it. And it comes back to what you're saying before. It's not all about those giant leaps. It's the, the baby steps, right? Like yeah. I have this, I, you know, I have this, uh, this little like post-it on my, on my mirror that I, every time I wake up, brush my teeth, go to work, it says, think progress, not perfection. Great thing right? to do. Great what to can do. you, Post-its what great. can you do every single day to make progress towards that goal? Right. Yeah. And that's a hard and, goal. Even that, like you, like even yeah. that, it's a very hard thing to do every single day. Be productive for something that's not even bringing you in income at one point. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like why, why am I going to put effort into that? I didn't make any money on that today. Yeah, one day at a time. You have to realize that things don't happen overnight. That's another no. thing. You know, I wanted to be, you know, Quicksilver tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. that's that's legitimate. Like I thought I could do that. Like that. I was cocky. I I, I was like a egomaniac when I first started. I was like, yeah, I sell t-shirts. What's up, girl? Like you know what I mean? Like <laughs> like I thought I was hot shit. And and you know what? I was doing really good. But I was doing it like old school. Uh, you know, salesman. Um, you know, if you came to my house and I asked you to hang out, you know, I'm not letting you leave my house unless you give me twenty bucks for a t-shirt. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Like slinging them out of the trunk of your car. Yeah, yeah. I literally, I literally sold 144 t-shirts in a month, and um, for not even having, I didn't have an online store. I didn't have anything. I was just basically had a box of shirts in my car, calling everybody I knew, being annoying, like you know, just. I was just like, I got to get them out. I got to get them out. I sold them all. And then I probably went to the nearest bar and bought every 
girl and guy a drink there just be cool uh so right. that's what happens when you start a company when you're 21 if you're irresponsible <laughs> <laughs> well that, again that's one of those life lessons right so like obviously you, you've you've learned and you've grown since then because the company has grown mm-hmm. i mean you have obviously you have a website now you got you got people like working with you it's not just yourself slinging the t-shirts and stuff yeah and yeah. you know to tie it back to the whole name like tropical seas that's something like i mean think about how many coasts there are in the united states alone you have like right east and west coast but then you go like you're saying like tropical is more than just the ocean you start expanding to like different yeah different coasts in the world and stuff that's a demographic of um customer that can relate with what it is you're doing and Mm -hmm. you know they might not see a design today that they like on a t-shirt but you know if they follow your company and they're like oh man i like this artist and he designed something like i noticed you guys kind of sparking back up um i'm good buddies with uh space bat killer uh sean oh right. i saw you guys like yeah such a good dude um and I saw you guys like work with him to design one of the things. And I was like, oh man, that's awesome. They're getting, you know, they're coming back out of hiatus. They're getting their shit back <laughs> together. And they're like actually like making steps progress wise towards what you were trying to do when we first chatted. What is that? Like three, four years ago now. So I don't know. That's it. It's impressive. And it's also to me, again, this is why I want to have you guys on the show. It's you're, you're, you're the working art of betterism. You are trying to better yourselves towards that goal. So I think I commend you, number one. Um, but number two, what do you think that means in your own terms? Like, how did you, how did you kind of come to that realization? Yo. Yo. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. But yeah, uh, uh, so yeah, I was just thinking about how that happened. And, uh, so basically, um, <laughs> there's people that I, I spent a lot of time around, uh, you know, me personally, not really Jared. And, uh, you know, every time that, you know, I brought up my shirts, you know, they were like, like basically yelling at me <laughs> and I was like, yo, like, chill out. But they're like, like not, it was like a productive, uh, yeah, right, right. nothing, <laughs> Your shit like, yeah yeah they, they were just like you know uh you know look at your shirts look at your shirts like and and like those were it's it's actually funny because when i talk to influencers now they pick the old shirts which i was like mind blown by because like <laughs> i did not think you know that they were worth what uh people are saying they are but uh yeah they were yelling at me and being like you know look at your shirts look at what you have like you made this like you worked so hard on this now you're just gonna do this so what happened was I actually was on the phone with Jared and another, uh, what would you call him? What yeah. was that guy? Uh, Abdul, uh, that guy. Oh, the fucking, uh, I remember him. Yeah. I don't know what I, we were going to buy us. I was going to buy a store that was already established. Um, it was going to sell, like, uh, okay. it was going to like sell like small car things and, 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 and little things like that, like shop stuff for cars. And, um, you know, I was really like reflecting on myself at this time. It was a very bad time. <laughs> and uh, I was part just of like, growth, no. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was definitely a time to grow. It was either grow or fall, fall way down. That was, uh, those were the two options. But uh, I was going to buy this website. It was for car stuff. It was $4,000. 
So it was bringing in one hundred and fifty-seven dollars a month or something like that, right? One ninety-one. Yeah, yeah. So like at the end of the year, I would have made like ten thousand dollars if I bought this website and just basically, you know, stocked it with inventory. And uh, you know, I thought about it and I was like, you know what, dude, you've never even put four thousand dollars into yourself. And I was like, you know, I just had this conversation with myself and. I was just like, you know what? Like, why don't you trust yourself for once in your life, bro? Yes. Like, why, don't, why, don't, why don't you? Why don't you stop needing somebody? Why don't you stop needing somebody to do anything good for your life? You know, do it for yeah. yourself, Tyler. You know, get the fuck off your bed. Stop being a baby, and uh, you know, go, 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 do what you were trying to do, and like finish. Stop being a quitter, man. Quitters do nothing. Once you quit once. Like, you know, my dad used to want to kill me. Yeah, uh, not is. literally, okay? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right, right, right. I got to just, for legal reasons, my father has never attempted to kill me, <laughs> nor did he actually can't. And, and we don't condone that here on the podcast. Yeah, and we do not encourage. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no. yeah, yeah. No, we don't encourage those actions. But, Figuratively, um, I got I you. started, I quit, like, baseball for a girlfriend and, like, football. We started throwing kegs over our head backwards and chasing them. I was like, forget about that fucking shit, man. Like, I don't have time. <laughs> I don't have time to be thrown empty. I'm I'm actually sitting across from the guy I made a <laughs> I quit a quitting uh right, Chris, we shook on it to quit football with my but with our buddy John and my buddy John didn't quit, scores a touchdown as a kicker for a scrimmage. No way. <laughs> Hell yeah. I was like, what a son of a bitch. He made us quit. No, he yeah. scored a touchdown as a kicker. That's oh. so funny. Nope. But uh, that's good, man. I mean, again, you know, that those moments where you kind of like hit you, you know, you realize you recognize your own like down your own low, you know? And it's one of those things like that's, that's not something that anyone else can really tell you as much as like, I, you know, my dad was the same way, right? Like anytime, like I fucked up, you know, he'd make me feel like shit. And it was with good reason. Like he wasn't trying to do it on purpose. He was trying oh, to get me to recognize. My, my dad was dead on. I regret not quitting yeah. baseball. I regret, I regret quitting baseball every single day. Yeah. But that's what it was. <laughs> it's like, you know, they're trying to help you recognize you're in yourself. Like you just fucked up, like learn from your mistake. Right. And it doesn't always come off that way, but like the only person that can really, really truly understand that and recognize that is yourself. Like no one can do that for you. You're the only person that could see that in yourself. You know, and it sounds like that's kind of what happened with you and kind of like, you know, you kicked yourself in the ass, like, get up. <laughs> All right. Put in the money, yeah. put in the effort, take that risk. But I mean, I've never, and- ever, ever, ever been like that. Like, I swear to God, I was a quitter. I, I like, you know, I took the easy way out for everything. Um, and, you know, I'm not happy about that. Yeah. Even the little things, too. It, it manifests yeah. into the bigger things. Yeah. Yeah. It like, does. It, it, it's so yeah. real. Like when you work your ass off, yeah. like I literally didn't sleep for like three days at one point and yeah. just worked on the website. There's this <laughs> there's this, this crazy saying that I actually heard like a few days ago. It was like every man has two lives and the second one begins when he realizes he only has one. Mm-hmm. I love and that. And I was like, and, and for me, <laughs> that, that like, that was the, the, I guess you could say the end all be all for me. Cause like, then I was like, all right, I got to for me, I got to get my shit together or I'm going to hit rock bottom and not go up. And once you hit rock bottom, the only place to go is up. So you got to dig yourself out like by yourself. Cause you're yeah. the only one who's going to be able to do it, you know? Right. And like people can help you and guide you and stuff, yeah, but no, one, sure. no one's going like, to do that shit for you. Yeah. And also to have, have like my older brother be like, for me, when I was growing up, the, my idol, whether, whether I knew he was doing shit wrong or I didn't, like, 
like he was the person I always looked up to and to be able to like be here now, like making this company, like, like trying to better people around us, not only ourselves, making these dope designs, like making t-shirts, making shorts, making hats, whatever we're doing. It's like to be able to do it with him is like, I don't know, a dream come true for me at least. Right. Yeah. So, so let me ask you, Jared, I know you're a little younger. Um, yeah. You guys have obviously been friends for a while. How, what was it like kind of getting involved in the company more than just like being buddies, but like getting hands on and like helping out for the cause? Like, what was that like being on the younger side? Well, hmm, that's a good We're question. Brothers. Being on the, yeah, he's my, he's my, he's like my actual older brother. Like we have this, <laughs> we have the same dad, different moms. Um, yeah. 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 So for me, when he first came to me with the idea, I was a, I was a senior in high school, I believe. He was he's five years older than me, so he was like I don't know, twenty one, twenty two 20, years 20, old. Yeah, twenty twenty. And um You were not a senior yet. I was yeah, maybe I was a junior, but it was like it was kind of mind blowing because I was like always thought of him as kind of a person to like outside the box like think to make shit happen on his own. And like for him to ask me to be like not not I guess there for him in a sense. I was right. like mind blown by that and then to be able to help with the design and to be able to help with, with uh, designing shit now and getting the website and stuff like that. It, it it's great. It's, I mean, it's, it's kind of as a younger brother, especially with someone that you look up to, it's, it's, it's great. It's a great feeling. But for me, I mean, I was dealing with my own shit at the time and stuff like that. And I don't know. We're just trying to work to better each other, you know? Elijah right. helps too. Yeah, our little brother Elijah. He's in Alabama team. University, so he's busy, like, doing really cool stuff. Right yeah, now. that we're not doing. <laughs> he's busy uh, having a blast, but, you know, shout out to Elijah. Living know, that college actually, life. Yeah, living yeah. the college life. He's making sales, though, for us. We, yeah. uh, we got some shirts in Alabama. Yeah, like, even, if, now. even if we're not making sales or whatever this shit may be, it's like to be able to kind of better not only myself but him in a way is like and always be there for him and him be there for me it's it's i don't know you can't really ask for any much more to be yeah, for yeah, me yeah. at least and it's you know running business too it's it's one thing when you have a business partner that like you're not related to you know but like yeah. th that like family bond just adds another layer from both perspectives like as owners but also like as a customer I mean that I'm I'm so much more willing to support a company that's like family owned, family run. You know they don't they don't run corporate. They keep it in in their blood. You know to me, I know that money is being put to good use. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, sure. Versus Absolutely. like the the business partners partners that are just trying to like scam every dollar they can. Like there's a big difference with that. So oh, absolutely. You guys, yeah. Do you guys have any um, like formal business education, or are you guys totally self taught? No, so totally, totally so tall. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I so, so. I got a scholarship <laughs> to play golf at King University in Tennessee. Dropped out. I'm actually a golf pro now, and it's like I don't know. I mean, I I know from watching videos. Where are you and a golf pro? People, at? Tell them where you're a golf I'm pro. A, at. Oh yeah, I'm a golf pro at Westlake in Jackson, New Jersey. <laughs> but um, hell yeah, it's yeah. It's uh, I mean, I feel like the best way to learn is trial and error. Like if you don't put yourself out there to actually yes. fail. And then learn from your mistake. You're, I mean, it's not that you're not doing anything for yourself. If somebody's watching you try, yeah, like, you gotta stop caring what other people think. Like that's that is such a giant yeah. mountain to get over because, like, my first, like, you know, I'm I'm hearing people that I thought I was trying to like, yo, like, blah, 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 you know, talking the shit, 
And, you know, I let that get to me. Yeah. And, you know, people are allowed to say whatever they want, first of all. Yeah, but you're And the- second of all, if you are one of those people, um, and I'm not saying this in an offensive way because I've, I've been one of them. I've literally not wanted to see somebody be successful because I'm like, who, mm. like, I know them. So why the fuck are they going to Yeah, right. Despite- you know what I mean? It's disgusting. That's a horrible attitude to have. Yeah. Um, I'm so happy that I've climbed above that. Um, cause you just sound like an, you sound like an asshole. Yeah. And the, the reason <laughs> but, that we're here now too, is trial and error. Like you don't, you're not going to be able to get better at something if you don't put yourself on that. Like you got to be willing to accept failure. Cause if you're not willing to try what you're going to do, then you're gonna, never going to know what it feels yeah, like to nobody, fail. Nobody's going yeah. gonna to hit a, a, a grand slam the first try. You know, you got to <laughs> fail to be able to get back up and be like, all right, this is what I did wrong. And we're going to move forward on that. Yeah. Like we had like, we had three products and we have like, 1500 yeah <laughs> yeah it's a big step you yeah, know it's, a big step. it's one of those yeah. things too like you know as a, as a teacher i think that's something that the school systems in this country kind of they don't really teach right like pe- like system. it's it's kind of messed up because it's like you know <laughs> you, you give someone an f like the, the kid gets an f on a paper or whatever but there's never any conversation that comes after it of like yes why okay there's a fail? failure but like why right yeah, and like that anything is why and he's a yeah though, and that yeah, question is like that's the important thing like you you need yeah. to learn how to ask that yourself and then try again like that's not easy that takes yeah. a lot of strength to to stand back up and try again for the 400th time to try yeah. to get it any athlete can tell you that the school... people don't like to fail too. It's hard knowing, like setting a goal and and making that goal known to yourself, and then trying to reach that goal and fail. Yeah. People don't want to know that. Yeah, right. But but once you once you do that and hit that, it's like okay, I did this and I failed. Now we can try this and hopefully succeed. And if you fail again, fuck it. Which is common in math and science. Like I mean, like but they don't understand how to place how to put that into like their life. You know what I mean? Like the um yeah. What's it called? Uh, oh my God, it's like a theory. Well, forget it. I'm I'm brain dead right now. <laughs> um, well, you guys just can't, you know, just for listeners' sake too. Like, you guys just had a meeting prior to this, you know. So, like, I gotta commend you too for like having a conversation, like after working. Oh, you're yeah, still, no, you're yeah, still putting was, in the grind. Yeah, yeah, we had a marketing. Uh, I had a marketing meeting. We're, we're, we're happy to be. I talked to you for five hours. Dude. Yeah, dude. We're gonna run <laughs> over the hour limit, man. Oh, we, well, we're definitely we gonna have to. You know, we're definitely gonna have to get a round two. Yeah, no, for sure. What are we at right now? Like forty-seven. So, do you want to? Uh, you want to? You want to? You want to transition over to those three rapid fire questions? Yeah. Whatever. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So I call these rapid fire, but by no means do you have to like you know sling an answer. <laughs> Like rapid, it can be a long response if you want. That's totally up to you guys. Um, I would love if you both had. <laughs> I would love it if you both had your own response, though. So we'll just Babe, like I'll ask the question. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Let me go first. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. All right, so uh, the first question is: What are you guys currently reading? And reading can be taken lightly. Like I've had people answer with, you know, uh, podcasts or documentaries or oh, audiobooks, yeah, whatever. But let me go get it. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he, he'll go get it. Do you want me to? You want me to answer? Or no. Yeah, well, yeah, go ahead. For your All right, no, no, I won't answer that because I'll let him go first. If you have anything else for me, I'm I'm down. <laughs> I don't know. You know, the whole purpose of the questions too is like trying to give listeners more of an insight into your thinking. You guys are yeah, absolutely. At point where like you're starting, you're starting to like launch this on a larger scale than what it was, yeah. and 
you know that like we were just talking about that takes one of those like trial and errors to like yeah for sure it's right step i mean it's all about the individuality right it's like yeah you got to find i mean you got to find it in yourself to be able to put yourself at the risk of failing it's like people i mean i said it before but people are super scared of failure and it's like you're never going to know what you're capable of if you don't take that risk and who gives a shit if you fail you know all right i got the book he's got the answer for this one all right uh, so basically, I, I watched like um, Blue Planet and all that shit, like as much as I possibly can. David Attenborough is like God, the uh, man. Yeah, he, he's just like so smart and like he's not disrespectful. Like you know, he's not out there like yelling at anybody. He's just saying like when they do this, this happens. You know what I mean? Like, right. I love the way he like goes about it. And then I'm reading What Is the What by David Eggers. Oh, that's Eggers. a good book. Mm-hmm. I actually was given this by Sean Lyons. He's a really good guy. Um, as you can see, I'm trying to shout out everybody. <laughs> you know, all the local crew. Yeah, no, I mean everybody deserves like every single person alive is probably doing something in a un like a unique way. Um, you know whether it's parenting or cutting up a, an apple. You know what I mean? Like everybody, right. everybody should be recognized for what their talents are. Um, it's just hard to get out there because you know. You, you don't have, like, you know, you're not, nobody's perfect. And, like, we have these people that use uh, applications and, and all this stuff to look perfect, which is, like, you know, that's fine, whatever. I guess if you want to go that route, that's your route. But, um, you know, there's so many people out there that are, you know, they're perfect at something almost. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and, like, they should just be recognized for it because it's just, like, why not? Why shouldn't that person get the, the, the recognition they deserve? Um, that's yeah. like my attitude now. Everybody mm. should be shown to everybody because, like, everybody could probably use everybody. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, if we, all work, like, if we all work together, it'll be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, they don't call it humanity for nothing, right? Like, if we if we understood how close we actually are connected, like, I feel like we would make so much more progress. For sure. Absolutely. And um, for me, I'm actually in the middle of reading 12 rules for life by Jordan Peterson and um, in deep in every single one of his podcast interviews and everything like that. Like, I mean, honestly for me, it's helped me realize like the individual that I am and the power that I like each individual person has within them without even being able to notice it. And, and being able to put yourself, I mean, the first rule is stand back, stand up straight with your shoulders back and your chest out to, to be able to encounter the world in a, in a way that makes you vulnerable, but a way that makes you be able to handle what's coming to you, you know? Mm, yeah. So, 21 years old. Right. I mean, that, that, that to me, I didn't discover That's my Jordan Peterson part. until I was like, I was in my late twenties when I discovered yeah. him and his work. And same thing. I mean, it definitely changed my life, but I, it's one of those things. Like, I wish I read that book when I was your age, man. I know. That's- he honestly, like, he he saved, like, my life. Like, he is on – the way he thinks, it's not like this, that, and the third about what you think about this and what you think about that. Like, you love that saying. Like, the way that he – I don't know. <laughs> the way he articulates what he says, it, it – it, 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 I don't know. It just – it hits a button with me, you know? Yeah. It yeah. It hits a button. <laughs> I do shout out to his podcast too. His podcast is phenomenal. It's unbelievable. It's so unreal. It's so great. All right, so we still have two more questions. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. All right, are you guys ready for the second one? Oh man. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, so the second one's a little more laid back, and I feel like Tyler, you're probably gonna have a good answer to this. But uh, what's your favorite meal to prep, prepare, and cook for other people? Oh, you're gonna have a great one. Oh shit! <laughs> oh man, I don't know. All kinds like, of uh, fish, I make, like, a seafood. Mean, yeah, I make a real mean lobster roll. Um, but I also yeah. make like the meanest. I mean, it's like. That's not no. I'm changing my answer because lobster roll like you you boil the lobster, you grill the lobster, you steam the lobster, whatever till it's like the right yeah, time. Yeah, you chop me. that shit up, you throw some old bay, some butter, whatever the hell you want on it, and it tastes good. So I'm changing my answer. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna change it to. What do you think, Chris? Dude, you're such a good you cook. Know, I don't know. I was gonna I roll like my own shrimp. sushi at this point. Um. Have you ever rolled your own sushi? Oh. Hell yeah, dude! I roll my own so sushi good. all the time now. Dude, that's awesome. I've always wanted to learn how to do that. Dude, it's so hard. <laughs> that's what like, everyone says. It is pretty hard, but like once you do it and you do it right, um, you you learn. Same uh, thing, bro. Trial and error. Yeah, man. It's just like running a trial business. and error. Yeah, but uh, I'm gonna go with steak. All right. Yeah. Well, surf and go. turf. Yes, sir. Yeah, lobster rolling steak. How about that? Um. <laughs> I don't so and, and yeah. I don't cook shit. I eat whatever. Yeah, Jared sets the microwave on fire. He yeah. tries to make easy math. <laughs> Yo, that <laughs> you he did. That? He did. I we know. both went to a baseball. We, no, that wasn't you though. We both went to a baseball camp in Ramapoe University. Jared's like nine years old, and um, how old was I? Like you were fifteen. Nine, no, four, thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, but we went to Ramapoe University for a week, and we like made it to this thing. And I just, remember, I just remember walking past a group of nine-year-olds, and they were like, <laughs> "They're like, your brother just told the ump to go fuck himself." <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, "The hell do you mean?" Like I was just like, "I would never, I would never say that." Oh my god, I yeah. couldn't believe it. Uh, but yeah, it was a good time there. Um, sorry. Go, so yeah, all right. Third question. All right. Cool. Uh, so the last question, and this can come from our conversation if you want, if something resonated with you, or it can just be something you've been like living your life by. But um, what's one life lesson that you want the listeners to walk away with today? Like after listening to this episode, they take one thing away. Like, what do you want it to be? Only do stuff for yourself. Undoubtedly, that is the right answer. There is no other answer. You should never be doing something for somebody else. Um, I have fallen into this trap many many times and uh you know if you don't want it for yourself if you're trying to impress somebody if you're trying to get revenge um you know they do say success is the best revenge but if you're even trying to get revenge um you got to work on that you got to stop having revenge you don't want to stop being vengeful you have to be like you know what i'm gonna learn from what that experience did to me i'm gonna learn from that person that i was you know that I learned from um, and you're going to attack what you want on your own for only yourself. And the sooner you learn that lesson, the better, because when it's for yourself and you truly believe in yourself, it's a whole nother ballgame. It is, yeah. it is just another, it's, it's another good, it's like the euphoric like effect of becoming um no and and you have to realize that if someone's talking bad about you that's fuck that's that's great 
<laughs> like that's well, there's awesome. no such thing as bad press, you know? Yes, yes, exactly. No bad content, no bad press. You know, it's your your name is out there and people are seeing it. But you don't want to do anything for anybody else but yourself. Um, for you. It's it's the most important lesson to me that I've learned in life. Um, I was very codependent. I needed a reason to do anything because I just like to lay in bed. <laughs> and, uh, you know, which is crazy because I used to actually be a personal trainer and I was like, I don't understand how people can't even go to the gym. Like, I was working out like four or five hours a day. And uh, I'm not even exaggerating. It was really... Um, but that doesn't mean if you're a personal trainer or anything like that that you shouldn't be doing that. Like, I was fucking happy as hell doing that stuff. Yeah, but, um, for you. but mentally, I was not strong enough to continue a routine so strict. And I fell apart. Honestly, um, mm. you know, I definitely like like Jared was saying before. I've hit rock bottom more than once, <laughs> for sure. There's only one place to go, though. Yeah, and then I do like to go up, but um, you know, only it's, going uh, up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is just different. Um, like I said, this is the first time I am doing it for myself and for Jared. You know, to find out Jared that I was Jared's, uh, you know, somebody that Jared looked up to and stuff like that. You know, that was something I didn't really. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's, that's where, where it comes in, right? Like when you start really actually practicing and putting into place those, like, I don't want to use the term self-care because that has like foo-foo going on <laughs> right now. But like when you actually like do the things for yourself to better yourself, it, it is like you said, it's euphoric and it bleeds, it resonates off of you to the point where like, you're also doing that for other people around you. Like they yeah. pick up on that vibe. They pick up on that frequency and then they <laughs> also want to do the same thing. Yeah. yeah. It's actually in my YouTube video. I said, I was like, if I bumped into somebody in the men's bathroom and like, and I, I would literally be like, yo, watch out. You just bumped into my tropical sea shirt that you could get at tropical seas. <laughs> like, like I just like bleed tropical seas now. And it, yeah. and it, and it, and it makes a difference. Don't be sure. ashamed. Don't be ashamed to, you know, say what you do. You know, there's people, you know, I've, I've seen people, you know, uh, whether it's like, you know, someone trying to run a fishing charter or somebody like that. And we'll be having a conversation with somebody that's big, you know, in a big game. And, you know, I'll be like, dude, fucking open your mouth bro like say something yeah, right. Like, right. like say you run a business and you want to do what he does you know whether the guy's a dick or he supports you you try and yeah. that is huge yeah. uh yep. and, and you know that that chance that opportunity that you're going to be first of all talking about the subject that you're trying to um you know uh become more advanced in and and like that's happening with the right person that could get you where you want to be and you don't open your mouth because you're embarrassed you know, not everyone is mean. Mm. Um, that's another thing. Like, not everybody's the same. Um, a lot of people have, you know, common experiences where, uh, you know, when they get in the search, uh, sorry, a certain situation, the reaction of, you know, who they are trying to, like, make contact with is just not okay. It's negative. It's not progressive. It's, uh, you know, a setback, actually, because that person mm -hmm. was such an asshole to who was trying to create something. And, you know, that reaction is not going to be the same every time. Um, and I had to learn that, too. You know, I've gone into surf yeah. shops. I've, I've walked into surf shops and one surf shop owner is like, bro, like, do you even paddle out? <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I don't paddle out as much as you probably. But I'm, I'm you know, th that matters. Yeah, right. Like, give me a give me a break. Yeah. And then I walk right. into another surf shop and they're like, listen, like, 
you know, you just came in a little late. You know, we order a season beforehand. So contact us when the time is right. And, you know, we'll try to work something out. We would love to work with somebody local. And you're like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? But that's after right. six, that's after six surf shops. So, um, you know, and I learned that from actually selling solar panels. Um, so basically we're, t- we're trained on probability. Um, for anybody that's in the cold calls and sales, uh, probability is very real. <laughs> um, yeah. you know, if I walked into a place where they're selling fried chicken and I had a donut in my hand, there's 25 people in there. Chances are somebody's going to bail on the fried chicken and just take the donut. Um, <laughs> you know, that's something I yeah. actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. not, it's not crazy yeah. um, to believe that you can, all, you know, you gotta have your, you gotta, you gotta know what you're talking about for sure. You can't just of course. Like, take this donut. Yes. Why would I, why should I pick the chicken over the donut? Then you're screwed. Cause you don't know what the fuck kind of donut it is. <laughs> And then for me, what was the question again? <laughs> yeah, I kind of forgot what it was. That's all right. Uh, what's one like takeaway, one life lesson you want listeners to walk away with today? Uh, don't don't be afraid to fail. Trial and error. That's don't the only be, way to learn, man. Dude, I'm telling you, it's the biggest life lesson for me. It's like don't be afraid to actually put your fucking put your neck on the line and. Have someone tell you your shit sucks and this and that. And, and, yeah, I love and when then, people say shit sucks. And then it's like, all right, I got to come back and, and believe in myself and, and, and do it for me. It's, I don't, you don't be afraid to fail because you're, you, you don't know what you're capable of. Each individual is capable of so much greater than they actually think. Yo, that's come up on the podcast so often that that comfort zone and like how people like put themselves in this box because they're comfortable and they don't want to step outside. And like the only way that you're going to grow and get better and like achieve your goal, your dream, whatever it is, is to put yourself outside of that box. You have yeah, to step outside. Absolutely. When you're comfortable, you're you, you feel safe. And then when you're when you're uncomfortable, you got to learn to adapt. And when you learn mm-hmm. to adapt to the, the things around you and the people around you and the environment, it's. It's you just become so much more knowledgeable about things that you never even thought that you would be able to, to communicate with someone about, you know, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I just did spreadsheets for the first time, like two weeks ago. Yeah, I, I never thought that I'd be, I never on. thought I'd be here. <laughs> I swear, bro. I, I didn't it's even know one I, of those things, man. I built my whole website. It was yeah, hard. like little tiny, like, again, it's those baby progress steps that like no one sees, no one. Like no one's gonna like, hey, hey, nice job building that website. Like that's yeah, something that like pay for it's, that either. <laughs> right. But you need to do it in order to achieve the goal. So that's one of those like invisible progress steps. Uh, all right, boys. It has been awesome chat with you guys. Um, where can listeners can you guys online? Where can they find your shop? Where can they buy your stuff? Um, so we are running website only right now. Um, the website is www.tropicalseas.shop. Um and then, yeah, that's basically where you can get all your stuff. Um, and Are you guys on it. social I mean, at all? You guys on? Oh yeah, yeah, social? yeah. Um, our Instagram is at tropical dot llc. Um, we're actually on TikTok too. It's tropical seas clothing. Um, it's actually crazy. Uh, we didn't even pay for any ads or anything yet, and I think we're number one on Google when you look up tropical seas clothing. So nice. I know businesses pay like mad for that. So. I that's guess good. we really we nailed it on the unique name. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. But um yeah, and Facebook too, Tropical Seas. Like if you look at if you look at Tropical Seas, we're gonna pop up on the first page of any um anything. So that's huge. All right, gentlemen. 
Thanks again for coming on the show. Um, grateful for a little bit of your time today. We'll definitely get a round two going at some point here. Yeah, no, for sure. We're not done. Yeah, thank you for having us. <laughs> yeah, man. Keep going. Keep going. Keep building. Oh, we will. All right. Later. All right, peace. Well, that's it, friends. Thanks for tuning in. I hope to swing through again. If you'd like to reach out, uh, we'd love to hear from you. You can find us online at medium.com slash betterism. Be better at whatever it is you're building. And remember, friends, stay learning. <laughs>